<sighs> well, we've we've made it. It, it it took us 10 years to get here, but we've made it. Uh, I, he's doing this whole United Empire gimmick. <laughs> Batman's just sitting there playing on his phone. I'm sharing our pot. I'm sharing our Twitch. So fuck oh, off. Look at you being all fucking social media manager. Fuck here. off. 10 years ago, what did you do? You came over with a fucking notebook and we sat like two fucking assholes with a $3 mic and we talked about wrestling for hours. So let's talk about that on the wrestling show. year anniversary of the wrestling show i don't know how the fuck we made it here um i goddamn i was thinking about this for 10 years well i mean yeah but well i i absolutely did not believe that we were going to get here that's for damn fucking sure um everyone is here um so let's start with (laughs) of course He's either smoking pot or sucking on a dick. I don't oh, know which one. I was I was literally going to say I mean, they're doing well. the very first time Ryan was on the show, he was coughing because he took a, a hit off his blunt. That was the day he interviewed me. Yes. I was a right. Fucking amazing, right? Um so right. Ryan Williams. <laughs> so Ryan Williams is on the show today. Hi, y'all. Brandon Dietz is with us. Hey, y'all. What's up, motherfucker? And of course, Mr. United Empire over here, Chip Willett is with us. With a cheer. Uh, oh, a shit. Okay. Are you so... wearing a bolo tie? What? No. The fuck? These are regular ties, motherfucker. We can't. Hi, bitch. Man. Chip I, I said cheers. I just want to point out that uh, I'm dressed in the finest of suits, but my Canadian internet won't allow me to do video and podcast at the same time. So you're just going to actually, it's his birthday suit. It's his birthday suit. Yeah, I was just going to say. Are you drinking whiskey out of a Cavassier glass? Hey, hey, pass the Cavassier. Okay, (laughs) so I have a shot of Goldslager in my Hall of Fame shot glass since I am the only Hall of Famer on the show. Cheers. I'm actually in three Hall of Fames, but that's okay. Yeah, but none of them are for the wrestling show. Now, are they? <laughs> One is for wrestling. Yeah, not but the not for the wrestling show. show. And that's the important part that he wants to get over because he's a fucking mark for himself. Yes, I am. Oh, so so am I. So this is great when uh, at the award show, Sleazy announces me as the newest member of the Hall of Fame. I mean... I mean, he could. I mean, he could announce it, but since you have to be in, inducted into the Hall of Fame by a Hall of Fame member, but that's how I'm putting so, it in next year. Okay, so, so I'm putting it up. Ready? 
and and this is kind of a uh i hate i hate to start on like kind of a, a, a bittersweet note but this is the last episode that's going to be uh airing on the gear network yes and i propose in the wrestling show hall of fame and this is not this was something i had thought about i propose to put jc money into the wrestling show hall of fame Okay, fine. But yes, here's oh, I mean, the thing. Next year. So here's the thing. I also have a special guest waiting in the rings. Travis Kitten. No, I'm not going to do it the rhyme. No, fuck that, fuck that dude. <laughs> that would I'm be not amazing. doing that. I would shit a brick. I <laughs> would be earlier than he normally is. Oh, and then Ryan will so just good. be like, boom, gone. Boom, off. Um, he almost had his hand over the button, I'm sure. Canadian quarrel at its best. Right. I mean, whatever. Uh, so, as always, like I said, we're we're kind of fucking around a little bit today. Uh, we've got some cool trivia. We've got um, little bits and pieces. Normally, I do a uh, slideshow. I didn't do that fucking this year, um, mainly because we've been doing a lot more. Videos. We have viewers that watch us on Twitch. You didn't do a slideshow. Way to go. Um, they usually, that's, that's the wrestling show way, bro. Well, yeah, but they're also fucking cold as shit, too. It's like a that's, fucking... That's the wrestling show way. Being cold as shit? Hell, I'm in a blanket, bro. Hell yeah. Okay, fair. fair. Um, it's got- I'm in a full fucking suit, so absolutely not. Um, So let's... let's- he gets sweaty naked. Imagine I, him with clothes on. I, I peeled an orange, but that was two hours ago. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, one of the things I do love to do is I uh, went through all of our episodes. Oh, God. That's no. a lot of episodes. Well, you're going to, guys are going to guess how many hours of content we've put Oh, out we've done this days. before. Yes. Oh. Um, this is as of last week. <laughs> I'm going to start. Okay, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Right, see? This is such a hard answer. Like, she said. Like, because you're not doing every week for 10. We haven't done every week for 10 years, but we've got a good while. Like, we we have been doing around, I don't know. About 50 a week, 50 a year, maybe? Maybe 50 a year. We're on episode 297. And then we're going, you have to understand, we're going from one hour, one and a half hour to three and a half hours to talk. Well, when we first started the show, there was, there was six two, of us. Well, when, no, before us. Well, well before us. Before yeah. us, yeah. There, we were going two and a half, three hours by ourselves. Yeah. So we didn't know how to shut up. Yeah. No. No. Right. Hello, pot heavy meat kettle. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'll, okay. Okay. I'll make a guess. Okay. Yeah, uh, this many, this many yeah, are, are, are we going straight hours or minutes? I've got hours. it down to the second. Ooh. Okay. I got this. So without going, going over, <laughs> without going over, I'm gonna make a nice even ten thousand hours. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I think you went over. I <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Go ahead. The real answer is no, no, no. 11, do you really think ten thousand? Eleven hundred twenty-five. Eleven twenty-five is a nice. Ten thousand. Okay. That was a real answer. Go to fall. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go a little lower. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I set the bar. See, it's like beat the clock. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna go. 
we talked about the violent party. We'll we'll get into that that timeline a little bit later. But uh, does anybody remember the first guest we had on the show? And it's not Ryan. Uh, Dick Justice. He was actually a full year later than mm. this person. Wasn't John Cannon? It was John Cannon, episode 11. Really? <laughs> episode 11. So um, he was our first guest. Ryan was on afterwards. And then we had... Of course, Eric- Ryan coming into dead spot. <laughs> 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 Fucking assholes. Every time I went to dead spot, I killed it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Well, yeah, you definitely did kill the crowd. You joke, but the people that were on afterwards were Tom and Aaron Briggs. Aaron yeah. died about six months later in a horrific car accident. So oh. that was a whole downer moment. And we were like, well, what the fuck do we do? And, and, and we've had a lot of times over the 10 years of where we had to wonder and figure out whether or not we should actually air content or pull content down or something like that. And these days, they're really only sad when I joined the podcast. Let's be fair. <laughs> I mean, you were a big part of it. I won't disagree with that, but there were a lot of things that we talked about over the years that were kind of iffy I, and, and, not, and not just from a um, perspective of, you know, we we say shit and just for fun and maybe it was a little off color, but there are legal ramifications for some of the things that we were talking about. I, I remember we pulled down an entire episode of the wrestling show because we were afraid we were going to get sued. Um, and it it's, it's interesting to see how over the years we've kind of edited ourselves a little bit. Ryan does his best, but sometimes shit slips. Um, he tries. He tries. I do yeah. try. I do try. It's not my fault that your aunt is a very big ginger who likes pudding pops. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's how we get off the air after ten years. How? How? I said three singly innocent words. <laughs> uh so here, here's my thing. Back in the first bit, before we had our current theme, before we even had Unsettling Differences, which we used for years. Favorite theme song, by the way. I love it. I I will admit I love it. The only reason why we really changed it was we really needed something that wasn't licensed. And while I had permission from Blue Spock Nancy to use it, it got so much of a pain in the ass over the years using it on YouTube, using it on Twitch, we would constantly get DMCA'd. Um, we would ha- uh, we had problems with Spotify even. Spotify was flagging it when when I first tried to get us on Spotify before we ever started with gear. Um, but do you remember the very first theme song we got? We used it from episode ten on for like two years. Does anybody remember it? Wasn't it like a theme song that one of your friends did. That's for the outro that we still um, use, actually. Um, I don't know where our theme song is now. Was it this fire? It was that fire. That fire, that yeah. yeah. And it was actually Fat Man's choice. Mm-hmm. Fat Man brought it up, and we used it for years. the The outro was done by a friend of mine. We still use it to this day. It's a, a Beast and Man by uh, uh, GQ Automatic. 
Um, but yeah, we still use that and it's, it's a fun little, uh, beat, uh, piece and it's really cool. Um, but I was so happy that they were able to do it for us. Um, so one last bit of trivia before we go down, uh, thinking about life and so on and so forth. What was the very first pay-per-view we all reviewed as a staff? Now, keep in mind that at this point, Chip wasn't with us at on the staff show, but he was part of the, the overall group. There are five people on the show otherwise, and we're not going to talk about the last one. <sighs> but do you guys remember what was the first pay-per-view? Would it have been I summer? I want to say, I want to say it's something in 2014. It was actually 2013. Yeah, I want to say it was in the summer of 2013. Why do I want to say like Battleground? Battleground's a good one. Because it was probably it, it, a terrible pay per view we had to review. It was. I, I, I don't know why I keep thinking TLC. TLC was the second one we actually did. Oh, TLC. No, third one. Excuse me. Second one was Battleground. The first one was Night of Champions. Mm. So that was back in the St. Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan. Um, it was Joe head- Louis Joe Arena. Arena. Oh, wow. wow. What the fuck was that? Is that Cranberry and Vodka over there? Maybe. Joe Louis Arena. God. You got a lot of bit of that sucky sake, Chip. That's what that is. <laughs> That's true. Um, it's what happens when you scroll too fast. Uh, in Detroit, Michigan, anywho, the Joe Lewis Arena. Um, it was headlined by Danielson and Orton. Yes. Let's take a look at what the card was, real quick. Oh, God. We had the tag team turmoil match. Nine which, years ago, mind you. This, this is was good. nine years ago. This is hilarious. Oh. You have in the tag team turmoil, turmoil match 3MB. God bless two that. Two future world champions. Two future world champions. Plus the uh, inaugural SmackDown Tag Team Champion. Yes. And he got kids. And he got kids. They were in with tons of funk. Yes. Ted Sun. Future NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Yes. And bro, fuck that. Matt Bloom. Um, the Real Americans. Wow. Yes. Which was Cesaro, Cesaro and Jack Swagger. And Swagger. We the people. And then, of course, this yes. tag team that went really nowhere after this, the Usos. Who are they, who are they ever <laughs> Oh, they suck. Well, they got destroyed by the big tag team of the time, the prime time players. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. They, were, they were fucking Red over Ross. shit back then, all the same. And slap. <laughs> yeah. Right? Red Wasser and Slide Man. God damn. Uh, so the actual's card was Curtis Axel when he was still with Paul Heyman. Ooh, God. Oh, God. Versus Kofi <sighs> Kingston. I miss uh, Axel. Yeah. Axel Mania. It was run wild. Only guy never to be eliminated from a Royal Rumble. Yep. Still, he needs his due. Um, AJ Lee doing the whole Mrs. Pipe Bob thing. With Brie Bella, Naomi, and Natalia. They're doing the whole Total Divas thing. And then you had Rob Van Dam versus Alberto Del Rio for the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Can you see that CMLL? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then you had uh, Miz versus Fandango. Can, can we can we underestimate how awesome Alberto Del Rio was when he was first introduced? The entrance, the montage, the cars. Dude, Juan I fucking B.O. loved Juan him. B.O. was great, okay? I loved Juan B.O. just like Nick Burke. I mean, Seamus took a shit in his car, so I guess that kind of works out. See, back to the gingers. So Curtis Axel had his working boots on this show because he came back and faced CM Punk with Paul Heyman. Heyman won. Heyman won. Good. Heyman won. Heyman beat CM Punk. Yes. Good. Nine years later, CM Punk's still a fuckhead. U.S. title? <laughs> who was who the U.S. champion at that point? Does anybody remember? Zack Ryder? Hmm? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. This was the... the oh, this is the run of Ambrose. That where, he, where, held it, where he like, defended it like once in like a year. Yeah. And it was <laughs> and against it was Dolph show. Ziggler. <laughs> which, you know, come on. Then you had the Shield facing the primetime players. Which you know the primetime players over as fuck they get destroyed by the shield and then of course, uh, uh, Daniel and Randy having a match, and they had the whole Triple H is best for business gimmick thing, that was all for during that time, but yeah that was that was our first pay per view, so let's let's kind of quickly talk about what what the wrestling show is what it was what it is currently and what it will be. Um, so when we started, Fat Man and I talked about it many years ago. We we blogged about it and so on. We were sitting out front my fucking mother's uh house 10 years ago, just shooting the shit about wrestling, you know. And we had nothing else better to do. We shot the shit and you know, we would do it for hours and hours and hours. Fuck. And then uh what was it Swarley was with us one mm-hmm. time? He's like my yeah, roommate. Like, yeah, his roommate. He's like, he is, do a fucking podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> no idea. All the people in the world, and as technolo- technological as you are, you didn't know what a podcast was. In 2012, <laughs> there was there was there was like one person doing a podcast. Right. Um, guys like Mark Marin, Jimmy Pardo, uh, in terms of our realm. Colt Cabana. That's pretty much it. Nobody else was doing podcasts at that point. Podcasts weren't a thing in 2012, really. And that's what kind of made it interesting is that we were going into a new realm. I had no experience of sound engineering or any of that kind of stuff. And over the last 10 years, obviously I've gotten a little better because I've done 400 hours of content. You know, how many times I've had to scrap episodes, modify sound levels and oh my god the nightmare uh of the early days of editing the wrestling show was obscene because we were using one mic for two people and if one of us was a little bit further away or closer i had to manually edit that in or out um when we started going through the 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 group shows it got 10 times worse because once again i have our our line and then the three of you guys's line all not separate not anything and once again if one of your guys's sound was off i'd have to manually edit it all so 
we go from that to where we are now, it's so much different. You know, it's a lot easier to deal with. Um, so once that happened, we really started getting into it. And then WrestleMania 29 happens. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. The rest is history. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, now keep in mind, I at that point, I was dealing poker at maybe $100 a week. You know, I was fucking... And I did not have a job. You didn't have a job. Oh, either. really? You didn't have jobs back then? We were both unemployed. Okay. Oh, did I know that? Yeah. So we were fucking, I like, Fat Man and I had a game running, local game that he and I dealt at. And that was it. I was doing side jobs with my business. Like, if I'd gotten maybe three or four, uh, three or four jobs in a month, that was a great month. You know, that type of thing. So I was making less than 500 bucks a month month in some cases um but yeah so we were trying to do this podcast with no money no advertising budget and the the joke about the three dollar mic that's a shoot that we literally i bought that for 2.99 at a goodwill Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we used that for nearly a year so we went from we did that um i had saved up a bunch of money um for WrestleMania because it was in New York. It was, we figured it was going to be our only chance to, to really go to a WrestleMania without, you know, completely destroying our budgets and stuff. We still ended up spending like six, $700 on it at the time, which in 2013 was pretty expensive for us. Um, but that's where we met everyone here, basically, you know, chip deets. We met you guys and the, <laughs> the, uh, Oh my God. Parking lot, uh, fucking parking lot of MetLife Stadium, and I found. Uh, let me see if I can bring it back up because it's on our YouTube channel. Believe it or not, um, this is where I called for the double heel turn. Yes, you called yeah. for the double heel turn, and it's like, what the hell is he talking about? Okay, well, I, I guess we can we can play around with it. Whatever. And then we met. Well, you're looking that up. We met Ryan and Travis at uh, There's No I, Way. He should not be named. There's no yeah. way Jay Briscoe is going to win the ROH World title. <laughs> there is no way Jay Briscoe is going to win the ROH World title. Who thought that was going to fucking happen? None of us. <laughs> not a single person. I will mm-hmm. admit that. Um, and then Ryan, I've never seen a fat guy run so fast in my life after that bell rang. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was I was so mad. I was not watching that celebration. I was already almost a week without any fucking marijuana in me. One time I tried to go with marijuana. Travis rasped me out the voice because I was going to message a sketchy black guy in an alleyway for drugs in New York and get arrested. That's no, you, that you, entire story is a shoot. <laughs> no. That part you want to get arrested. You just had to blow I the top. That. <laughs> yeah, that would. That WrestleMania, is. I would have blown the top. So you're just like half-baked. Hell, you're so dick for weed. <laughs> I suck dick for weed in WrestleMania. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to show you guys a quick uh, snippet here. This this wonderful gentleman. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was dressed as the Funkasaurus. Yes. Daddy D. So I'm not, I'm not going to turn on the sound because the sound is terrible. We did this in the wind. No, it was windy. With fuck. our $3 mic. With our $3 mic and a shitty laptop. Yes. It really worked. Yes. Um, 
the funny thing about all of this part is how close me and Travis and Deets were to actually running into each other. Yeah. Because we were supposed to meet you guys there. Yes. And Travis and, our, and the girlfriends at the time. And we stopped over to Popeye's Chicken. And by the time we got through everything that we had to do, because we had fan access in the morning, we didn't have time. Because we went to the fan access first. And by the time we got food and got there, everybody was going in. So we didn't get to meet up with the rest of the boys that Yeah. Look at all those fucking marks. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know either they are. Either. I remember we just went or we walked around and we were trying to guess. We were asking people who was sleazy and who was the fat man. And every almost everyone thought that I was sleazy and you were the fat man. Right. Because you're actually are fatter than me. I was way fatter. <laughs> Even then, I, I, I had to have been at least 100 pounds more than you at that point. And I've obviously I've, you know, gained weight since then. But I've lost weight since then. So. Yeah, so it's, it's interesting to so look this, how greeny that video is. Right, it's so this is, bad. This is 2013. Now keep in mind, I when I say 2013, the video is from 2013. The camera is probably from 2009. So this is just garbage stuff. I'm trying to see if I'm not sure if I got you on camera, Chip. Probably did. If you did, it'd be in the beginning because yeah. I wasn't on the first. Yeah, you're on the first. Yeah, I don't I don't see you on there, but but yeah, that's a cool little you know shot into our past in that respect. Some asshole with a CM Punk uh thing with Boston Rust Red Sox on there, you fucking goddamn fucking mark. So I think my favorite part of that that little clip is like you guys actually made me super fucking excited for the show. Like for me, I haven't been that jazzed up. Granted, that was the very first WrestleMania I've ever been to. So I, I was already jazzed up. But then, like, talking to you guys and then feeling the energy of that fucking crowd. And also seeing, like, like I wasn't the only douchebag dressed up. <laughs> yeah. I was dressed up. A lot of people dressed up. up. Well, no. Chip, Chip was dressed up. Chip was my Ted side. And I was four times smaller than he was. <laughs> yeah. So, but what was fucking, that was the, that was the year they got cut though. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Yeah, we ran into, when we were going to our seats, we ran into freaking Albert and he had his glasses on. I didn't recognize him. It's amazing. We, we've ran into, we ran into somebody else too. And it's slipping my mind right now. And I cannot remember for the life of me. Well, I can tell you that we met, obviously we met uh, Ryan and the other person. We'll just leave it at that. In fact, we've met a lot of people that got canceled at that show. Yes. Because we also met mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Matheson and uh, um, Brandon uh, Stroud. Stroud? Yeah, mm-hmm. on that show. And I still have the picture of him and the four of us. Have- like, um, uh, trading sexual up. favors to get on a card. Oh, okay. Daniel Matheson blamed... Uh, Joey Ryan for sexually. I remember that one. one. Yeah, that was a that was a whole nother thing. We won't talk about that. One of the many shows that we did that we probably we we probably walked that line pretty well. I think we did a good job of walking the line on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, we WrestleMania 29 was a big part of our lives, um, because it was it was my first WrestleMania. It was Fat Man's second. Yeah. 
was it everyone's first WrestleMania other than Batman? Everyone was, was everyone was a WrestleMania virgin but me. That was my first WrestleMania, and I ended up ripping out three out of four years in a row. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Fat Man and uh, had done what was twenty three? Mm-hmm. The one in Detroit. Yes, <laughs> where I was like, I'll pass. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, yeah. thanks. I choose life. Yeah, <laughs> basically that's what it came down to. But yeah, WrestleMania was a big deal. Going to Ring of Honor for the second time. It was our first. We were gonna go. It was our first time. Yeah, we were gonna go a couple of years ago, but we were like the only one to buy tickets to the show, so they canceled it. They canceled the show. <laughs> yeah, it was in Connecticut. I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it was technically our first Ring of Honor show, and it started the whole thing with two CW and got all got us all fucking into that, and um. That's where I started figuring out, hey, maybe I should try and get back into professional wrestling as a performer. It was one of those two CW shows where I met Dick Justice and I met, you know, the Jacksons and uh, uh, Kevin Steen. And they were like, that shit doesn't happen all that often. And when I say that shit, I'm talking about Fat Man's broken back and that 10 years later, he's still having problems with 11 years later. I'm going to be having surgery on here soon. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been a a journey in that respect. Um, we did a lot. We've we've done a lot of shows. We've split up. We've come back. People have left the show. People have come back from the show. Um, the one big thing I do want to hit is about four years ago. There was a point in time where Fatman and I were seriously contemplating ending the show. We had gotten kind of, you know, it was old, old hat and we we're kind of disillusioned about what we wanted to do and so on and so forth. And you'll read a little bit more about this in the article that's going to be posted, depending on how, when you listen to this, it'll probably be posted like Friday or Saturday. And I, my trainer at the time, Mark House, had his own podcast called the house call shocker. Right. Um, but he was being distributed by gear network and JC money. So a couple of years later, I reached out to him and said, Hey, why don't we work together? Maybe we can get our show onto the gear network and maybe we can do some, you know, good stuff here. Obviously that happened. We were on there and we're off the races and we've been there for four full years. But a lot of the things that we don't talk about, about gear is how much John helped us in not just providing marketing to the show because yeah, that was kind of the point, but John personally helped me a lot with the back end stuff. There's a lot of things that we did and we worked on that helped uh, bring the wrestling show to a better quality from a, from a production standpoint. One of the reasons why we went to weekly shows and kept it an hour long was his suggestion because a lot of the, the feedback he was getting on the shows were, they were too long. And to be fair, they were, they were like two and a half, three and a half hour shows. And I was dying just trying to edit the fucking things. So stuff like that helped 
meld the the wrestling show into a better quality product. And I have nothing but the highest praise for John and how much he's helped us over the years because of that. So even though this is the last episode on the gear network, I really do want to say thank you to John and say, you know, you've helped us so much and you've helped us get to this next level. And it's also helped us feel like that we've got a ball rolling here. We've got something here. So to John, thank you. Seriously. Yes. Thank you, John, for everything you've uh, done for us and for our show and for the local podcasting scene in general. Yeah. Um, We're going to take a quick break. Um, When we come back, uh, we're going to kind of, uh, I don't even know what we're going to do. We're going to touch on a couple other things. We got news and rumors. Uh, Fat Man's got news and rumors. Um, uh, We do have some announcements about the future of the show that we'll talk about a little bit more on the other side of it. So we'll be back after this. All right, folks, we're back. Uh, So um, let's start with uh, news and rumors. Um, We've, we've talked a bunch about the wrestling show. So let's, let's talk a little bit about news and rumors. Um, What's been going on in the world of professional wrestling? What's the herbs? (laughs) Nothing. What? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's been going on. Absolutely nothing. Oh, look what I found. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so. He pulls up his pad just to pull up the iPad afterwards. This is how this show went for many years. It's still going that way. What are you talking about? Right? <laughs> uh, fuck you. The only difference is <laughs> Mr. Post it. Mr. Post-It. Oh, I fuck have, you. I fuck have you. Post-It of note. I love my post-its. Go fuck yourself. Post-it. I hope you step on a leg. Post-it <laughs> of note. Um, Steve Austin is reportedly opening doing another match following his appearance at this year's WrestleMania. A new workout video posted by Austin's Instagram story has few speculation that we compete at WrestleMania. According to... Fuck Canadian idiot. Where there is smoke, there is fire, and discussions are happening. Mouser discussed potential opponents for Austin and WrestleMania 39, mentioning CM Punk as a possibility. Mouser said, It's all hands on. The hell just happened there? Okay. It's all hands on deck as they get. Is they got two nights of WrestleMania. There's big money matches you can do. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I, I don't know what the legal legalese would be for punk, but I think actually there's that's the biggest money match of all the matches they can do because punk come at WWE would be big. There's the injury that punk may be able to make it back to wrestle, make it back by WrestleMania. Everyone's healing is differently, but then there's also a legal issue. According to monster punk is available. Brock Lesnar or John Cena are the best possible options. Cena would be nice. So, I heard the most about Punk would be dumb. Lesnar, I don't think would be make us any sense. Do you want to break? Do you want to break the uh, the internet? How? Do it. You won't. Jake, fucking Paul. No. Versus Austin. Mm-hmm. Jake Paul. Yes, yes, because Logan will be busy on night two against Cena. Bingo. The the stars of YouTube versus the stars of 
wrestling's past. <laughs> I mean, but it, fit, it fits. You can laugh for, all it, you it, want, but look at the people that will dry in. I'm yeah. I'm not laughing. I'm so I'm not. That was that was an absolute. Because when he said Jake reaction. Paul, I thought he actually meant Logan Paul. No, I meant Jake. Okay. So the reason why I say this is it all makes kind of perfect sense. Uh, Logan Paul on Impulsive this week dropped hints of him having conversations with Triple H saying, hey, you want to break the internet? Put me in the ring with John Cena. WrestleMania, night one or two, doesn't even have to be the main event. We can go on first. You'll have the most buys in the history of the company. Well, here's the thing. What do you mean by buys? So it was right. the most, so it was the crowd jewel was the most viewed pay-per-view international. No. Yes, it was the most viewed international show. Yeah, yeah. But it was the most viewed on Peacock as well. That's not what I heard. I heard because I said it last week, it was the most viewed international show. Peacock it did big numbers. What is going on here? What is that's that's kind of a misnomer anyway, because it's not that it's it's not the only thing on Peacock. True. So I mean, I don't know. I I just think if I just think Paul Brothers in there, especially Jake. Jake is the money maker. Logan is does all this other stuff. Jake's the real one. I just think you can put Logan in the... Logan and Jake Paul like the Diaz brothers. Logan runs Jake. I mean, I'm... you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. I'm just thinking you can put in Santino Morella versus the Brooklyn Baller in the main event, and it will still be the most watched WrestleMania of all time. Now, I'm not discounting the Jake Paul thing. I'm just saying... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Brawler. Listen to him over the piece of shit. I hope you step on a Brooklyn Brawler-sized Lego. Steve Lombardi's just like rolling. Well, what was it? Uh, what, was his, what was his baseball Abe knuckleball shorts? shorts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope you slip on a knuckleball. Wait, 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 wait. The Boston brawler. That's better. Huge, that will, huge that heel will, turn. That will definitely draw way more money than the Brooklyn brawler. Um, he did that, it. He did it for a f- couple months. So let's get into something that people are so stupid. Saturday's oh, I did, event. I do want to uh, touch on something else that was said here. Okay. The reason why I don't think they'll do Jake Paul versus Austin is I don't think Austin would trust somebody in the ring Agreed. at that point. I think he's going to be looking for somebody who does a lot, is, has been a worker for a long time. And Jake Paul can does, simply doesn't do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that does make sense. Then immediately my eyes shift. I hate to say this. But I would love to see Austin Theory just get absolutely fucking stomped for a solid fifteen. That's fine. And he's put, and he's put up. He's put up with a lot of bullshit. You know, you know I'd, watch, I'd watch Goldberg beat Austin Theory. <laughs> that would be fun to watch. What about what about having Cena and Stone Cold go at it, and then having the Paul brothers go at it? No, you don't think Paul versus Logan Paul? versus Jake. Yeah, I wouldn't do that right now. Yeah. Maybe down the line, but right now there there's more money to be made with them against superstars. Yes, I don't yes. know who they could be, 
but I, I guarantee you there's more money made against some major star. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. At Saturday's event, Karrion Cross is wrestling Drew McIntyre when a fan threw a drink on Scarlett. Police and security escorted the woman in what appeared to be members of her family out of the arena. Peoria police confirmed that no charges were filed and no arrests were made in an update. The initial report on arrest came from inside the arena fan speculation. According to the incident, crew members cleaned up the ringside area and the match continued with Scarlett reportedly upset. Duh. So <clears throat> don't do this ever. Um, this is the first time that a fan incident has happened with Scarlett. I think in Mexico, somebody grabbed her ass. Um, just oh, I wonder why. I mean, she's <laughs> hot, but like, that's not the point. I mean, um, yeah. Mexico's different, I guess. I don't know. But just because you think you pay your money to see you can do what these you can do whatever you want. And if she's getting that much heat, good for her, but at the same time, don't do that. Just don't do it. This isn't 1978. Right. People deserve to have respect, especially in this profession. And I hope they're banned for life. Yes. Not just to Peoria. I hope that woman steps on a Lego. Yep. There you go. Love it. Now, to get Chip's dick hard. Well, he got his dick (laughs) in frame for this, so... Okay. <laughs> Try me. Kevin Kelly announces a new promotion called American Excellence Wrestling. The first event is going to be June 7th at the Hamburg Fieldhouse. Harrisburg. In Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, Hamburg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Kevin Kelly running a pr- promotion. So is he giving up in JPW then? No, I don't think so. No, he's okay. not. So right. I, I can actually give you a little bit of insight on this. I think actually one of my friends is wrestling in this um, promotion. So Kevin and I go way back. Oh, really? Okay. Way back. Way <laughs> back. Seminar with him once years ago. Um, but no, it. the thing is that he's... Uh, he didn't, it's not a brand new promotion. It's actually a rebrand of uh, Outbreak Wrestling, uh, which it's a semi, like mid-indie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but they they work PA, they work New Jersey, they, they're looking about looking uh, upstate maybe. They're, they're trying to hit this area, which... It's kind of of a hotbed, thanks to some random outlaw mud show called GCW, um, and of course, you know that Philly mud show ECW from years ago. No one cared about that then. They still Ooh. don't care about that now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he he's he's putting a name brand on it. I don't know how much, without saying too much more money into this promotion that he's gotten in this, whether he's just a, you know, an open um, person that's just doing it, or if he's got some actual money, he's actually booking it. Great. Either way, I'm interested in it. I will absolutely go to the show in Tom's river. I think they're doing. Oh, really? I see that heights. Yeah. 
which is about 45-ish minutes away from me. So absolutely. I, I think okay. Cameron probably about an hour and a half from me. Um, but I think uh, it's up near Bethlehem, I believe. Um, my friend who used to, who <laughs> we were not, she was my music director in a show that I was in in Baltimore. She became, she started training with MCW uh, a few years ago. And it's funny, ran to, she ran to me at a bar one night and her boyfriend, Tommy Vorak now, I think they're, wow. yeah, I think they're either engaged or just boyfriend and girlfriend still. But they ran to me at a bar and I was 37 at the time. They looked at me and said, hey, man, you're in really good shape. You should try wrestling. I'm like, I'm not going to go wrestle. But thank you for the offer. But they um, they moved up here to PA. And then I recently saw her posting about a show in Hamburg. So I'm guessing her and Tommy are part of that uh, show. Almost certainly. Bob Evans is part of it. Brutal Bob. Ah, gotcha. Because Brutal Bob and Kevin are friends. So. Cool. Okay. Ron Strowman is said to have very real heat in WWE. Oh my God, I'm tired of hearing this shit. Strowman received criticism from several co-workers after WWE Crown Jewel for targeting flippy wrestlers and grocery bankers and now deleted tweets to which several pro wrestlers responded. Um, WWE stars ricochet stuff and Ali uh, took to Twitter to react to Strowman's tweets about hi-fi wrestlers, also Chris Jericho, Will Ospreay, Keith Lee, and others. It is noted that Strowman has been on his best behavior backstage since returning to WWE and has been easy to deal with, but social media brawn has been a diff, uh, different story. WWE officials are reportedly aware of the controversy and at least one has stated that Strowman's approach was immature. A source also states that Strowman's comments were not part of an ongoing or upcoming angle, duh, and will most likely not be turned into one. However, it was suggested that Strowman could eventually be ribbed or referenced on screen or in commentary for a stance. One wrestler claims they'll never do a flip in their life and said that the Strowman tweets should never have happened saying, we need them and they need us. Wrestling is everything. There's very little truly right and wrong. He didn't come up in the business doing the things that a lot of a lot of those people did, so he probably doesn't understand. When you make me agree with Jim Cornette, says everything you need to know about wrestling. And uh, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's always been an idiot. He never respected the business from day one. We've talked about this on the show multiple times now. He's... It, fuck him. Just seriously, fuck him. Why don't you go back to EC3 and uh, go control your narrative someplace else? Because he's going to make more fucking money in the WWE. Let him let him run his mouth. He's a giant man. Yeah. Big, meaty man. Slapping meat is what wrestling was built on. All just, the rest of the shit is Just let him do it. Who gives a shit? It's Twitter. It's Elon's world. Take that shit with a grain of salt. That's a good way of putting it. I mean... I mean, that you, what? You're going to let 140 characters ruin your fucking day? Yes. It would, yeah. Can't, 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 can't let that stupid virtual shit get in, get in your fucking mode. That's my life. I would say fuck social media, but they're the ones that gave us our uh, thing, so I really can't say that. <laughs> Big meaty men slapping meat. That's all we need to hear. That sounds like Big something. Big meaty men slapping meat. Keep giving me them fifteen minutes. It's the only fans tag right there. Big man slapping meat. That's absolutely happening. <laughs> 
Gross. Randy Orton was spotted in Birmingham, and which is where Dr. James Andrews and- is. Um, I thought so. I thought he's he probably was- not making Mania. Oh, he, he's definitely not making Mania because I I remember going through Instagram, going back to social media bullshit. I well, his be- wife posted something of him in a hospital bed saying yeah. happy seventh anniversary, but they didn't really list why. Um, it could have lady- been a colonoscopy for all we it, know. It probably could have been. He's at the age. Uh, lady <laughs> Frost uh, finally got her release from Impact. Finally. Uh, Taryn Terrell retired. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Just out of nowhere, too. She was working for NWA. NWA. Yeah. Well, to show you what they're doing at NWA. I'll get to that last. Um, Bobby Roode is close to returning. Bobby! Glorious! Uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Steve Mackman got married. Congratulations. And then we talked about it. We notioned it. Tyrus won the NWA World Championship. Yeah, let's talk about that. No! <laughs> I, I really want to get your guys' opinions on this. Oh, time out. Here comes paper throw. 10th anniversary paper throw. Make it special. Curveball. Make it special. Knuckleball. Abe Knuckleball Squirts. Oh, wow. He that threw that. High cool. No, the cat's playing with it. Um, <laughs> my thought is he's a fifth-year-old man. You can't walk, so let alone wrestle. So you put the title on the transitional champion. Absolutely so. not. You don't and think he's you, a tra- you don't think he's a transitional champion? No, at least, eh, no. This president's on Fox News. Please enlighten me. And Chip just hit why. The man is taking the NWA championship and putting it in the middle of his fucking show on Fox News. Now, say what you want about Fox News. Say what you want about people who watch Fox News. I keep my mouth shut. (laughs) I am a fucking huge liberal and everyone knows it. So whatever. I make Bernie Sanders look like a fucking conservative. Okay, but that's beside the point. Um. The reality is he's put a shit ton of eyes on the NWA championship and his promotion in general. When I say him, I mean, Billy Corgan pronouns, pal. Um, But the reality of doing that is a smarter business move than it originally looks like. Yeah. Tyrus is a piece of shit. Yes. Tyrus can't work a fucking match in a day in his life. He's a decent promo at best. But he's got a following. And sometimes that's all that matters, especially when you have maybe the fifth promotion behind Impact, Ring of Honor, AEW, and WWE. Hey, in JPW. Yeah, I'm, I talking about, think... I'm talking about in the U.S. GCW wow. uh, might even be bigger than the NWA They right might now. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, why but not leverage it? I'm going to piggyback off what Sleazy's talking about. He's actually got a very good point. Because if you look at it, look at all, look at look at Logan. Look how much people he brought into WWE just by being part of WWE. If I mean Corgan may not be the best manager or best owner of a federation, but you know what? Smart as hell to do that because now that belt, like you said, and there are tons. And I am on the opposite side of him. I am a total conservative. 
and there are tons of people. I used to work at Google in DC that watch Fox News religiously, and they will have their eyes fixated on that belt. Like, hey, I wonder what that belt's all about. And then they'll look it up, and then hey, boom, another uh, thousand viewers right there. Mm-hmm. So, on the social media aspect and on the public eyes aspect, very smart by Billy Corgan to put the belt on Tyrus. And he knew exactly what he was doing because when he put his put the most recent NWA post out there, he made reference to it. Oh, we hear you. So, Bravo. Playing that game not, right. It worked. So now you can go, need to just go in the studio and start recording more Smashing Pumpkins albums. Right. <laughs> Maybe you can make some money there because he sure as hell ain't making money on the NWA. No. Um, so that was everything that you wanted to talk about, right? Okay. Uh, wait. wait a minute. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. You ain't gonna let me not talk about this right now. Oh, you want to talk about this garbage? This motherfucker. He's the one that tweeted it. I know, right? <laughs> oh, Can we ready. name? <laughs> he got ready in his fucking seat for this. Can we name the last African-American NWA champion? No, I don't think I could. The Is last he- one? Isn't he the only one? Correct. <laughs> he is. Yes, Lizzie, now try that. Wow, look at Ryan. I even used a sleazy joke. We go from the greatest two-time NWA heavyweight champion, our truth to I can't even do a splash right Tyrus who literally just rolls like jelly. Motherfucker, I barely even touched a wrestling ring. I think I could do better than that. It's a shame for people who bust their ass in NWA for literally the last 18 months. It spits in Nick Aldis's face. It spits in Tim Storm. Like, all those guys that literally, like, held NWA firm and proper. Nay, fucking nay, sir. As Tyrus has been around the NWA basically since he's been accepted with Billy Corgan and has been one of their loyal fucking soldiers. I get get it. I get loyalty. I get why they do it. It's probably his biggest money me- money meal ticket to actually draw in fans. But what right-wing douche nozzle is going to buy a pay-per-view with a dude that can barely fucking walk into a ring? Here's the thing. The NWA champion, his political views are in line with my political views. I'm going to support him. We don't know. Sleazy something that it We're works. literally talking about politics and wrestling, by the way, but which he, should he, never fucking happen. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. Slizzy said that it worked. We don't know it worked. We do not know it worked yet. It just happened. Um, I I will so, say this. I, I'm going to say it worked in the fact that it brought eyes to the product that it wasn't on there because you can outright look at the 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 amount of likes, the amount of views versus one one post versus another. And negative press is better than no press. Got it. Yeah. Again, Guarantee you NWA power, the all women event outsold this. They probably Guarantee did. it. Probably did. And we don't know. We'll see, but I don't know. Hey, fuck you. I, fuck I, 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 I get the perception of doing it. I just, I still wouldn't have done it. Not on I'm a not guy. saying it's the greatest idea in the world. I just understand why they did it. It's just 
the guy can't move in a ring. He can barely walk. Oh, and my I God, just, no. And so, you could easily put it on Cardona, who is fucking you basically could put it on, one man one man wrecking crew when it comes to just pushing shit. I mean, the dude's could, an internet savant. You could have put it on Aaron Stevens. You could have put it on, um, what's his name? The bell could have went on anybody. It would have mattered. Yeah. Iris right now gives you the biggest, one of the bigger monster heels that they've had. If you're watching NWA, he's like, been that monster heel piece of shit. Like they wanted a good heel champion to try to do it with Cardona, and like he got injured. Gave it back to Murdoch. They weren't really doing much with it. Here's a shot. If they're gonna run with it, here's a shot in the iron for the NWA to be something different. Not I still think he's just gonna be a transitional champion. Mm-hmm. He, and he might be. This could be a, a two month reign. So I hate to say it this way because we constantly say it, especially with WWE, but we have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, two two bits of news and then we'll wrap this up here. Number wait, one. For full gear preview? Uh, fuck it. We, we've done a lot of talking. On MJS winning the title. If you don't think so, you're wrong. There's, and there's, the Elite's the, coming back. On and the Elite's coming back. Yeah. So that, that's uh, it. That's all just, you need to know. Just, just for us on the wrestling show and the people that listen, there will be two scorecards this weekend, an Impact one and an AEW one. Maybe I'll actually do one. I've missed the last couple of them. I missed the last one, yeah. yeah. I completely forgot about it. But yeah, been, I'll be doing it this week. Interviews lately, I haven't. I don't even know what day it is. I, I'm the only reason I know it's uh, actually. See, I thought it was Tuesday. There you go. <laughs> so, that's how I am. Yeah, because well, we're taping a day later than normal. A lot of things happened yesterday. Yep. It caused some issues. We all had to be casually late to the anniversary show yesterday. Right. Like, we we couldn't My possibly fault. be on top. My and fault. It wasn't. It wasn't just your fault. There was, My fault. Like I had some issues too. That I would I would have been cutting it close myself, so it, it worked out for everyone to move it to today. Um, so I asked everyone on the show um, one quick thing: What is your favorite moment of the last ten years of the wrestling show? And I got different answers for everyone. So this one was Chip, uh, by far getting chopped by me. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. Um, the live show for Mania twenty nine. And basically anytime I got to hang out with you two knuckleheads, although the violent party is where I figured out I wanted to do a sports cast. That's great. That's awesome. And uh, I wouldn't be able to do without that guy right there in my bottom left corner. That's you, Brandon. <laughs> was I me? hope. I'm like, who, who the fuck is it? Well, everybody's on the top of mind. So. Yeah, so let me, let, let me give you all a quick uh, get up on how that started. So <laughs> when it came, fat man hates MMA. Um, Sleazy doesn't really dabble in MMA, and Ryan's still in Canada, so doesn't really get a feed. He's like, What's MMA? He just realized really UFC 100 actually <laughs> happened five years ago. He's like, Who's this Rice Gracie dude? He's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he's, not who can Fuck, he's still going, boss. He's, he's like, like Dan Severin. Like, who the hell is that guy? Y'all but, hear a, you're all here, Victor Belfort. He's but, like, who the hell's Dan Severn? You guys ever heard of this guy? But no, I know, so, I know that often comer Tito Ortiz boys. I should watch that. <laughs> hey, so, I can call Tito right now if we want a quick chit chat. The basis of it was everyone followed wrestling, 
but me and Brandon followed other sports outside of wrestling that are violent, like hockey, like headbutting and shit that goes into soccer, other sports events that have caused brawls to happen. But our main focus is MMA. Um, but just hanging out, talking with you guys and hanging out with Brandon on a weekly basis and talking, I was like, this is what I need in my life. And honestly, I've been through depression. I've been through divorces. I've been through jail. I've been through court, everything. And when I, when I, when I feel the need that I got to go to dark places, I hope it's either a Tuesday or a day when I can talk to you all because you all brought me out some very dark times. So thank you guys for that. Appreciate it. And plus you all gave me an idea for the fourth line wonders and the show that me and fat man started. that still goes on the best dance sports show period too. So Deets, I asked you the question as well. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, I, and I, I, <laughs> shit, everything but the constant battle of a hot dog is a sandwich is why I punch my tail. It is a sandwich. It's amazing how wrong you are. It's amazing how wrong you are. It's just amazing how wrong you absolutely this are. Is absolutely, you are incorrect, sir. Um, I'm not. Dude, so, give us your your life, your feeling of the wrestling show, please. So no, like I. I don't, I don't get a chance to come on that often because my lifestyle, my lifestyle, I run businesses outside of what we do here. I get crazy busy. So it's nice where I can literally hop back in with you guys and just snap on it real quick. And you guys pick up on all the stupid little jokes. You all giggle, you all laugh. And I appreciate it. That's all I'm here for. I'm, I'm the dick and farts guy. That, that's really what I am. I, 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 I'm that great piece of meat in between a lovely cove of sleazy and fat man. And I only, only fans. Only, only, only fans. <laughs> Fans.com slash the wrestling show. My tits on OnlyFans. Yes. How long But no, no, it's like, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years that's been super fun. Fuck, you, on that video, I had fucking short hair. Now I got fucking long ass hair. <laughs> I still have no hair. You got no hair. Yeah. A lot of us lost. All. Fat Man was making fun of my widow's peaks up here. Yeah, look like, at that. I'm, I'm glad I have this amount of hair. You know? Oh, oh he's getting the bun off. Oh, look at that. Look at that fucking mane. Oh, my now God. Are you, are you from OAR? Are you from OAR? Ba- you were in Baltimore for a while. Did you learn from them? Oh, my God. He's emo. <laughs> he looks like one of those emo kids from South Park. <laughs> he looks like one of those emo kids from South Park. They belong in SR seventy one. SR seventy one. Who is from Baltimore, Maryland? Who is from Baltimore, Maryland? Well, I was thinking. Wow. Well, well, I was gonna get my next was the uh, the blurry song. What's that stupid puddle of mud? Puddle of mud. There we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ryan, I also asked you. Dude. He said when Travis left the show. I mean, he's got a point. That caused a lot of issues in his life. Wow. Uh, the serious answer wasn't anything on the show. It's just the friendships we build over the years. Oh, we're friends? Oh, cool. Hey. We, hey. Uh, uh, everybody that's currently employed on oh, the show, yeah. Time out. Time out. He literally just followed me on Twitter this week. 
We've been knowing each other for 10 years. And he literally just followed me. Now, for about nine of those years, I didn't really do Twitter and I only just got Facebook back like a month ago, too. So, like, fuck off, dickhead. Let's start with that one. That's uh, also true. No, and I'm the same. I'm trying to be like Chip. I've already gone to one divorce, not two. So, like, <laughs> one at a time here, dude. Don't reach but my- I, I'm, the, I'm the same I, thing. Real story here. So, <laughs> he lost. I had a friend that, um, when we got married, I got divorced and he got divorced and then I got married again. He's like, hey. Sorry, is that call interrupted the podcast? <laughs> and he goes, he goes, hey, I'm trying to get your score. Don't get my, don't want my score. My score is not good. He's still at one marriage or a second marriage. I'm in my third. So. Yeah, no. Ryan, hey, continue. This is a lot better. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the one you all met is no longer part of my life. Yeah, well. Uh, Ryan, go ahead and continue if you can. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can okay. no, it's, it's it's funny that <laughs> or fitting that on 10th anniversary show, I had to pause to go get my edibles at the front door. <laughs> they deliver? Yeah, it's Canada. In Newfoundland, they deliver. So, so they don't have internet where you can get they can deliver gummies to your door. They can deliver door to door. They can lead. deliver gummies to my door by dog sled, but the internet is still shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I said, I just wrestling was a big part of my life, anyways. Liking it, watching it, and then doing this podcast is so therapeutic. I'm like Chip, went through a bunch of shit, and no matter what, it always comes back to the it's the camaraderie of the podcast. We've been friends for so long, we've been each other's lives for so long. Like we all have open invitations if we're ever in the area where we're to to go to the people's houses. Like. This is something that's been a friendship that's been bonded because of the show. I love it and I appreciate it. And I love all you guys. You know what I mean? And that's just, I'm very appreciative of the friendships we've made and the bonds we've shown and the fights and the arguments. And I, I don't know what life would be out if the fat man wasn't a jaded piece of shit. Like, but I don't know. I'm just like, I, I love you guys and thank you for letting me be part of this and help this grow. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, fat man. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking heavy way to end this fucking thing. No. Um, Fat Man and I actually said, well, he didn't realize we said the same thing, but it was WrestleMania 29. Because Fat Man and I have been friends for fuck, 25 years now, maybe a yeah. little bit longer now. Mm-hmm. But WrestleMania 29 was really a turning point in our lives in the fact that we got to meet you guys. We got to, we got to, to see people who thought like us, who liked the same things as we did. Fat man and I grew up in some Bodunk town in the middle of upstate New York. I'm still there. there. <laughs> okay. Yes. But <laughs> the point being is that we were at a point in our lives where things were changing for us. I had gotten the position at BOCES not too long after we started the show and I had, you know, full-time job so we could put some more money into this stuff and, and go see more shows and go out and actually do stuff. But at before then we were, were broke. We, we barely knew what we wanted to do. We were, we, both of us tried college and failed you know, it, 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 we were at a point in our lives where we were kind of didn't know where we were going. 
And the wrestling show helped bring a lot of purpose to that. And WrestleMania 29 and getting to, to know you guys over the years has helped both of us. And both of us have had a lot of things happen to us. Fatman obviously will, will almost certainly go through it after I say stuff, but like I've gone through jobs, I've gone through girlfriends, I've gotten married, I bought a house, I bought another house. I moved out away from upstate New York. I got to live my dream of being a professional wrestler, of getting into the ring, getting into professional wrestling, of being able to do production in professional wrestling, doing stuff with Excite and doing stuff with UPW and, and Wild Zero and meeting all these people that I, at some point, idolized. I got to meet like, you know, Tito Santana and, and, and see the people that we, you know, are behind me, you know, but watch them grow up into their their lives over the last 10 years. So for me, this, this show, the wrestling show has been so important to my life. And you guys have been so important to my life. And when COVID hit, and we didn't really talk about that, but when COVID hit and the pandemic hit, I didn't know what we were going to do. I really thought that was going to be the end of our show because if there's no wrestling, there's no wrestling show. And there's a lot of things that happened from 2020 on that. Oh, by the way, hold on before you saw Aaron, come here. Yeah. So this is the guy bend over. So you can get the camera that suggested to us to start a podcast. This guy, that beard, right? Right. D D says, look at that beard. That's an impressive impressive thing. It's phenomenal. But yeah, it's just the, Uh, and Ryan left because he wants to watch AEW. I don't blame him. So I watch. I love the pop. But the point, the point I wanted to make out of all this, well, it stopped me from rambling further on. I think, I hope. But the point is that we got through the pandemic and we still have a show, and that's where um, I'm just going to give it to Fat Man. Let him have what he he's got. We do have a couple of announcements afterwards, and then we'll end the show on that. So, Fat Man, fellas, please. I got to step out. Wife just literally got home. All right. Enjoy. Appreciate you, you guys. Thank Love, thank you. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. So essentially, I'm play it when you see it. Um, the wrestling show changed my life or wrestling that weekend changed my life. Um, like Susie said, we had a lot of changes going on, but the one constant was the show and um, being able to meet Chip, Ryan, even Travis. He gets a bad rap. I don't mind Travis. I think I'm the only one that's really, that's really mind him as much drop as he, he created, but and Dietz and Chip, Ryan, everyone else. Um, it, you know, talking wrestling and like I said, it's therapeutic and um, as me going through my health issues now, it's um, the one constant of me not being able to sleep not being able to, you know, do anything is I look forward to these shows and um, that weekend really did change my life. Going to Dallas, trying to keep up with chips drinking and failing miserably. Don't worry. Um, I can't with my drinking anymore, so you're good. <laughs> um, I remember Fatman had actually messaged me not too long before that. He's like, should I really go to Dallas? 
Yes. What the and, fuck? Dude. And then, and then Sleazy goes, when's when you when uh what'd you say you said uh how many more opportunities are are you gonna have? So and then doing that. Um I'll let you know when I when I came down the escalator and I saw you by the elevator, dude. <laughs> I was so like, I was already psyched because me and Dell were coming. I had just met Josh literally a month before. I hadn't have never met Josh before I met you, really. I met Josh in a Nashville Orioles game um, a month before. And then we were all flying down. And I walked down and I escalator. As I'm going down, I see Fat Man with his bag and his shorts. And his, he, had a, he had a red and white plaid shirt on. And uh, I did. Everybody I like, oh, this shit's about to get real. And every time we've hung out since, New Orleans, um, Boston. Boston. Hell, you came down to my house. Yes. In Baltimore. We went to mm-hmm. a Boston Orioles game live. Mm-hmm. You still have open invitation to come down to Gettysburg and stay at my house. Dude, although, um, although I might be moving to Hershey. We'll talk about that in another time. <laughs> but um, I might be moving closer to Sleazy, actually. But the thing is that remember that like it was yesterday and the amount of fun we had. We all went to a fucking hockey game where none of our teams were playing. The no. Dallas versus the Phoenix Coyotes. Yep. When if you're in the South and you go to a hockey game, there's no one there. <laughs> Not a damn soul. Second, I remember but, taking a picture. We were second to last row when I sent it to Sleazy, and Sleazy already had a panic attack. Um, God damn. Um, actually, anyway, Sleazy in that weekend. Go ahead, Chip. Go ahead. Down the escalator, and I saw you there. It was one of the happiest moments I've had on the show. Yeah, dude, it was a blast. Um, I was going to say New Orleans, as much as we hated that trip, it was spending time with you, Josh. You know, he left early. Um, but yeah, uh, it was But it was great. So he's went to Yankee Stadium that weekend for WrestleMania 29. Uh, we met um, Michael Elgin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but <laughs> We met everyone that got canceled since then. Pretty much. But it, it was, again, it really did change my life. And I talked to Chip at least twice a week on this show, on the sports podcast. Ryan's bickering. Deets every time he comes on. It's, we give each other shit, but we love each other. And it is a friendship that it's, it's going to last, man. And um, personally, like I said, I'm going through some health issues. I don't know if I said on the show, I have a hernia disc in my neck. I'm probably going to be having surgery on that. I will be having surgery on my left arm again. That'll be on December 1st. Um, so that's, I'm not, I'm actually haven't been sleeping because I've been actually having nightmares. But again, like I said, the one constant is um, prepping for the show. So, yeah. So we never really talked about New Orleans, even all that much. No, that pay per view is still going on, by the way. Right? Oh my god. Well, it's it was a very important show for me too. I mean, that weekend was probably the first WrestleMania I went there, feeling like I knew people. I feeling like I knew in terms of workers. Right. You know, because you you had guys like Joe Gacy there. I knew DJ Hyde, and you know, worked with these guys. You know, so. That was a big deal. It was also one of the biggest trips my now wife, then girlfriend, uh, we had together. Toronto to fucking New Orleans. 
that was a fucking trip and a half, you know, and Literally. <laughs> I, I still talk about how I'm shocked. We did not lose the car when we went to the wing shack. <laughs> fucking great fucking wings. But at what cost? I oh just, re- I just remember we <laughs> ate breakfast and like an hour later, you're like, Oh, we're going to get wings. And me and Chip in the backseat looked at each other and go, what the fuck is wrong with this asshole? What? And then he's like, guard the car, guard the car. I'm like, why? It's going to get stolen. No, it's not. Look at this place. I'm like, it's not going to get stolen. In in my defense. Oh, did it get stolen? No. No. So there you go. In my defense. I didn't eat breakfast that day, and I'll tell you why. Oh, oh, bullshit. Bullshit. We have it on camera. You stuffing your face at your favorite restaurant, Waffle House. Yes. We have so, it. absolutely. It was so, on camera. On so, camera. So the shoot is when we were in Dallas, everyone wanted to go to Waffle House. I'm like, all right, fuck it, whatever. I'm in. Let's go. I love to eat. I ate. I was in the bathroom for literally six out of 12 hours that day. I have, I now know I have IBS and that fucking annoyed it. And literally, I'm in their bathroom shitting my brains out and they meet Bob Backlund and other wrestlers. And I'm in the bathroom dying. <laughs> this is why Bob Backman's going to put the cross-faced chicken wing on you as you're shitting yourself. Well, here's the thing, Chip. It's such your favorite restaurant. You ate everything on the menu. Just don't do that next time. I can't do that. I mean, I, 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 this size body cannot eat the whole menu. All right. Um. Uh, so let's let's quickly talk about the future and wrap this up. Because it, we're going long, but whatever. Yeah. So as, as most people know, we are leaving the Gear Network. Today's the last episode. So what does the future hold for us? It's simple. We're going out on our own. We have signed a deal with Podbean. We're doing all of our distribution through Podbean. You'll probably hear different ads if you hear ads. Um, the other thing that's going to be big part of this is that we are planning on more content. Um we are actually launching at the beginning of the year, a brand new Patreon. And that Patreon is going to be very, you know, small tiers. We're not going to be looking at, oh, well, for a hundred bucks, you can jack us each off, you know, type of thing. No. Hmm. <laughs> That's for hmm. OnlyFans. That's for OnlyFans. Oh, okay. okay. That's a separate revenue stream. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so in the future, if you want ad-free shows, if you want digital downloads of our shows, if you want extra content, like here, we are planning on taping this and getting this ready for you, but we are planning on doing a watch along of the very first pay-per-view Fat Man and I reviewed on this show, Survivor Series 2012. We're going to actually do that as a watch along. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be uh, special for our Patreon uh, members. That doesn't mean the show is going to change. The original show, this show, is not going to change. Nothing new no. is going to be happening. It's not. We're not going to put. Paywall. Yeah, we're not going to put pay per view reviews behind paywalls. Right. We're not it's, doing that. It's going to be extra content. Things that that if you want to get closer with us, like we're contemplating doing our own special chat for you guys. You know, um, extra content, behind the scenes footage, stuff that you wouldn't normally see. You get to see. All that stuff is going to be part of our Patreon. 
So uh, look for that out in the future. And like I said, we're going to make it as affordable as possible. Obviously we came up broke as fuck. We know what it means when it, when it comes to, you know, spending a little extra money a month for content that, you know, maybe you want, maybe you don't want, but we, we do want to make sure it's as affordable as possible and, and, and try and get, you know, just some, you know, extra content out there more than anything else. And Patreon helps us do that. Um, obviously we we're doing a bunch of different things from social media perspective. And of course the wrestling show website is a big thing. Um, we're doing more articles. Articles are coming out as we speak. Fat man's doing a ton of them. December 1st, we're going to have to figure that out, but that's a whole different situation. But Fat Man's doing articles. I'm doing articles. Uh, everyone at the wrestling show is do- planning on doing some sort of articles, I believe. Um, check us out there. And then uh, lastly, um, Chip, would you like to put yourself over? Sure. As you say, I got all dappered up for this. So with it being the 10th anniversary show, Oh, first of all, let me put over um, our podcast. Uh, this, we're actually going to be recording in an hour uh, on Twitch as well. The best darn sports show period, too. Uh, we have our World Cup bracket coming up tonight. We're talking an incredible weekend of football, craziness in college football. Uh, college basketball starts. I know Fat Man's got a boner right now. Well, he did last night, at least, until the end of the game. Um, and um, hockey. So everything... Everything non-wrestling, sports-wise, you can find on our show. And we are on Twitch at 9 p.m. And you can also find us on Facebook Live. But the reason I did that, I actually went back, since it was the 10th anniversary, the Sports Guru 728 is now dead. May he rest in peace. It's been a long time coming. But I went back to my original Twitter handle 10 years ago. I shortened it a little, though. (laughs) TWS underscore mark that's m a a a a r k i'm back guys yay the mark is back, and, back and, uh, oh by the way since you uh, no actually i went away for a while um i since you all talked about your thoughts on this um i went through i came across <laughs> When I met you guys, WrestleMania 29, I was in the middle of a very rocky marriage. Um, ended up ending. I met an amazing woman now who I live with in Gettysburg, PA. Um, happily married. On the third time, third time's charm, guys. So never give up. Um, sleazy, first time's a charm. Stick with it. <laughs> Batman, make it once. Anyways, um, no, three times is killer on someone's... Um, everything so after actually after my second divorce i left the wrestling show for about eight or nine months um i had to find myself and find out what i needed and what i wanted and when i shattered my heel and i was in my room and it came awards time i'm like oh you know what this is what i need in my life right now i I don't need the parties i don't need i don't need to go out to the bars i need to be with my boys talking wrestling something i've loved for years and if I'm not talking wrestling, I'm talking sports. The trips, the trip to Dallas, the trip to New Orleans, everything. Anytime we get to hang out with you guys. And now, damn, Sleazy is literally two and a half hours up the road. And I need to make my way to Atlantic City. But anyways, 
I didn't I wanted to get to get that off my chest. So yeah, TWS underscore mark with four A's. Have a good night, guys. I'm t- at well, you got me That's flustered. That's his Twitter. That's his Twitter. You got me flustered on that one. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. We are Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please go over there and give us a like. Videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Sleazy the Fat Man, youtube.com slash Sleazy the Fat Man, and premium videos on onlyfans.com slash The Wrestling Show. You can find all sorts of content at TheWrestlingShow.com, including articles, merch, and a ton of other cool stuff. Um, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Podbean. Don't hesitate to write us on your favorite platform. It really does help us out. So with all that, with thanks. To- you forgot Linktree. You forgot Linktree. Oh, fuck Linktree. Fuck them. I already said all the other shit, which is on the Linktree, which is linktr.ee slash sleazyfatman. Ha. Huh. <laughs> so with thanks to Dietz, thanks to Ryan. Thank you, Chip. And as always, poor Sleazy. The fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys for 10 years of this. Peace. 10 years to fuck Dave Meltzer. About three years to fuck Kenny Omega. <laughs> Deets is wrong. A hot dog's definitely not a sandwich. Sleazy's wrong. A sub is definitely not a sandwich. It's a grinder. Thank you, John, again for everything with the Gear Network. And thank you for our multitude of fan for 10 years running. I'm a clip in your gun